What is going on? You are watching and listening to Tags Live, aka Talk About Gay Sex, the live edition. That's right. We're here every Wednesday night. I am your host, Stevie, alongside Cody Maurice Doggett. How the hell are you doing, Cody? Hello, darling. I'm doing wonderful. I'm so happy to have you back. Oh my God. Thank you. <laughs> well, and thank you for covering for me last week. Uh, you got you and our special guest host, Teddy Alexis Rodriguez, yes. did such an amazing job. Oh, I thank you. edited the fun. show and was laughing the whole time. You guys really mm. got your groove on. It was such a great episode. So thank you for thank covering you. for me. I had such a fun time listening to it. Thank you, but I am... We missed you, though. We definitely Aww. missed you. Thank you. Yes, I missed you guys, too. Um, but I am back, and I am not back in New York City. I'm in Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. The reason why I'm here is I'm here for the podcast movement. Mm -hmm. This year's entitled 2023 Evolutions. It's my first podcast conference ever, and... Boy, today I got out of class, honey, and learned so much. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's, she's learned. She is a, she's back in high school. I mean, college. You better. Don't worry. You can keep your job because it <laughs> turns out you, you're needed. Phew. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. So I'm really excited about that. Um, I'm in Sin City. What better place to be for a sex positive podcast? Oh, yeah. Funny story, though, they have these meetup groups, and I went right before this show, because it's, of course, 6 o'clock here mm -hmm. on the West Coast. I went down for, I wanted to go down for 30 minutes, because they have meetup groups post. Oh, cool. Yeah, and so one of them was a sex-positive meetup group that is in the International Bar here at Westgate Hotel, and as I went down there... It's like everybody, because all everyone's drinking now, but oh, yeah. everybody from the podcast. And I have, I scouted out my one uh, Latino bartender that hey. he's, he knows what I want. And, yep. <laughs> and so he knows I'm not going to play the slot machine because you get free liquor if you do that, but you only get well liquor. Oh, okay. And I have You're like, no, no, like, no, 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 <laughs> He's like, because you know, if you, you can get like free liquor, if you do it, I'm like, right, but no, let's just do Casamigos. And he's like, do you want two? He saw me around. I'm like, yes, make two. <laughs> so anyway, nice. but I couldn't find this meetup group because there was no signs. And I, mm. but I met this gay guy from South Africa and we had the greatest conversation. We chatted the whole time and exchange number so yeah so it was nice yeah hey south africa <laughs> how you exactly. doing exactly absolutely well we are live of course yes. every wednesday night on the vocal platform couple new things on this platform we just want to share with you if you watch us live and by the way if you always want to know how to watch us live we're here every wednesday from 6 p.m pacific nine o'clock eastern you can we we have this ability now to use AI, and we can ask questions in mm -hmm. our little chat. So did we you get see the stuck. question I put in the chat. I did not. What did you ask? I said, "How many gay men are in the United States?" And it said, "Unfortunately, we don't have a specific answer to this question, as estimates vary, and reliable numbers on the LGBT they they missing a Q in the plus." But okay, okay I'm that slide. was episode four forty five. That's right. That's right. <laughs> there. 
difficult to quantify, but the Williams Institute at UCLA School of Law estimates that approximately 9 million people in the United States identify as lesbian, gay, bisexual, or transgender. That's Nine cool. Million. I like that answer. I feel more optimistic about getting laid tonight with that number. <laughs> There's gotta be a good. Are pretty good. I am way. in Sin City. <laughs> there is a party after this podcast. I am going to at Dre's nightclub. So we'll Ew. see how I do. So but fun. yeah, so we'll... I gotta come next week. I have to. I mean, next year. I have to. Yes, be Yes, you're here with me. Absolutely. Yes. We, we got so much to talk about, and we got to get into it. And one of the things I always love to start with that I like to look into, and I know you like it too, is astrology. Oh, And the reason we want to talk about it this week, Out.com did a whole piece on this saying that this week's full moon in Virgo brings clarity to chaos. Oh. Yeah. So this week's full moon in the orderly nurturing sign of Virgo is bringing clarity to chaos, illuminating the many imperfections we try so hard to subdue. So instead of trying to manage disorder, try being more tolerant and accepting. You might find that embracing things that you can't control actually makes them easier to bear. The energy of this full moon makes positive change easier to implement. So let go of burdens that are no longer serving you or never were yours to bear. And some of the other things... uh, that'll bring out transformation is Saturn. So Saturn's been in a lot of people's signs and it's shifting out of its comfort zone, which was in Pisces. Saturn rules Aquarius and Capricorn, where it spent the better part of the past six years, making our lives, according to this article, miserable, both collectively and individually. We're talking about the pandemic, Mm -hmm. Trump, All those things, whatever you was going on in your personal lives. Mm -hmm. Well, Saturn pushes out, um, is getting out our limits. And here um, we are in a new era. So Saturn's not the most comfortable in Pisces. Saturn loves boundaries and Pisces has none. (laughs) Saturn is all about structure and responsibility while Pisces can't make up its mind. So what does this mean for the next three years? So Saturn will work to dispel some of our illusions while in Pisces, bringing order to this more nebulous sign. And it will help us bring our visions to life. Pushing oh. us, yeah. And so you want to lean into Saturn for support and Pisces for inspiration. Work hard and be idealistic. I like oh, these. I, lo- I love this. I need this in my life. So anything to kind of motivate you. And I think it, it could be a good thing. So. And let me read your p- specific sign projection, Fabulous. Cody, as okay. you are a cancer. I am, darling. In your third house of communication, the Virgo full moon has you paying close attention to the information you've you're receiving on all levels. An important discovery of realization is afoot, so learn to listen instead of project. Oh, man. Well, that's going to be tough for me. (laughs) I didn't want to say that, but... I find you a good listener. I am a good listener, but I'm also a really good projector, too. (laughs) Aren't we all? Aren't we all? And mine, of course, Capricorn, a Virgo full moon in your ninth house of purpose encourages you to broaden your mind by abandoning 
any beliefs that hold you back. So letting yourself be challenged intellectually doesn't denote limitations. It builds strength. I like that. I love, particularly. I love that. Yours is really good. Mine is like, you better learn to listen, bitch. <laughs> uh, no, you know, you can take what you want from it. I'll post the rest of this on tagspodcast.com, episode 446, so you could read your signs projection. Okay, time to move on. And I couldn't help but notice my favorite Madonna is rumored to, well, not even rumored anymore, it's confirmed because she confirmed mm-hmm. it. She is dating boxer Joshua Popper. They made a joke in there because she was doing poppers on her Instagram story recently as she was like Bless doing a live stream. And so I think she she like manifested Joshua Popper into her live. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently one of her children is taking boxing lessons and that's how she got mm-hmm. introduced to him. He she just was dating 23-year-old model Andrew Darnell. Dumped one of they ended that and now she's mm-hmm. with uh, Joshua, who I believe is 27. He's wow. really hot and sexy. I know, <laughs> right? It just gives me hope, too, that I think as age ain't nothing but a number, Cody. And oh, yeah. I think at 52, I'm trying to live my best life. And I keep drawing these younger men. Mm-hmm. And I think... Madonna's always leading us down the path. She has yes, always she been is. leading me from the 80s into now. Here we are, 2023. And I am definitely for the younger set. And, and I don't want to date my age. <laughs> <laughs> if they got it all going on, of course we do. But I get what you're saying. I'm dating a younger man myself. That, But I, I think that she's doing amazing. So... Uh, me and her are on the same wavelength. Younger for me, I'm doing good. And I, I think that the guy is so hot. So why the heck not? The only thing. Uh-oh, here say, we go. The only thing is, if I was her son. Yeah. And she was dating my boxing coach. I would be like, Mom, why are you dating my boxing coach? Can I tell you a story? Yeah. <laughs> when I was younger, I was probably about 20. My mother started dating... A, somebody that was two months older than me. Oh, wow. Did it, it was, bother you? It was a little bit awkward because he would come to the house and he would always be there. And we, our birthdays are like two weeks apart or something like that. I, he was, and it was kind of ridiculous, but he was, he was good looking. So I was like, at the end of the day, I was like, good for you, mom. Good for you. Good. And I have a feeling with Madonna's case, her son, if it's the one I'm thinking of, who's 17, mm-hmm. is all about dressing you, you know, looking up to his mom and would and be for it. Empowerment. And, yeah. Right. She adopted this these kids and they are pretty progressive. Yeah. We are live and we are in front of a live virtual audience who are commenting all the time. And one Eli watching us says, I'm 46 and my boyfriend will be 29 in April. Oh, get it, Eli. Eli. I love it. Exactly. I love that. Yeah, exactly. Good for you. That's how I kind of want to approach this situation, too. Okay. Well, we definitely also want to shout out to, if since we're in entertainment land for the second, is to Hot Daddy, not my words, he's accepted the term, <laughs> Pedro Pascal. We talked about him on a recent show. He's accepted his daddy-ism. He's in the new show you're watching, Cody, correct? Yes. I was just going to ask you, are you watching the new show, The Last of Us? 
I'm not oh, yet, yeah. and I think I'm just gonna. I think they're approaching their season finale soon, and I'm just gonna have to binge it when I get back. Yeah. And it's so good. It's which will so be fun gay. to do. Yeah, I'm excited for that. But he recently got more perks and love from the LGBTQ plus community when he mm-hmm. posted the flag, the flag that represents all of us. It's the current LGBTQ plus pride flag, and it's because. Uh, Pedro has a trans sibling and yes. so he a trans sister Lux Pascal and he has previously spoken out in support of her he is also aware that he has quite a following amongst the gay audience and it just sent you know Twitter and everybody wild he seems like such a cool guy Cody oh yeah TMZ caught up with him recently and not only did he sign someone's autograph but he answered their questions he could not have been nicer and more he's living his best life right now they call him daddy he's like I could be your daddy and it's <laughs> which is and the it's best not answer, honestly right and it's not queer baiting like we love to throw that word around it's it's we've decided we like him and he's an yeah. ally to our community and it just so happens he's so hot as fuck that we're all right. <laughs> into him so you gotta watch the last of us i was watching it by myself because joe doesn't really like scary movies or scary shows but when i got to episode three Episode three is so beautiful. It took me through so many emotions and I had to stop watching it after that episode, of course, I had to finish the episode. And then I had to go back and say, babe, we have to watch it together. And we're about halfway through now. It is just so good. It's so beautiful. And like I said, it's so gay because many other gay things besides that one episode happens. But Pedro Pascal is just so amazing. He's he's lovely. He's always been a supporter of the community. So and I'm sure in no small part due to his sister. So I love him. All right. So next story. Now, Austin Wolf's body count is is Guinness World Records worthy. Uh, this comes from Instinct Magazine. Just to be clear, we're not slut shaming, but porn star and entrepreneur Austin Wolf just gagged us all, no pun intended, when he decided to reveal his body count. Wolf was interviewed by popular social media personality Art Bezrovenko, where he asked the adult performer, uh, performer how many men he has slept with. Austin was asked by Art, what's your body count? Which led to Austin having to do some math to figure it out. Uh, he's not alone in that, I can tell you that much. After starting off by saying two a day, the eventual number probably in, is in the 7,000 to 9,000 range. And Art's jaw just dropped. And I'm sure, like the rest of us, we can understand why. How many did he say he had? 7,000. Yeah, I just got to that part. And everybody, the guy that was interviewing him was just aghast. And his mouth was agape. And we wanted to talk about... That's such a weird... It's not a weird question to ask a porn performer. Okay. You don't think so? I, I mean, it's. I guess it's really not that weird and like if somebody just asked somebody else you know how many have you had it's a little Mm -hmm. out of context and why do you want to know but it is what he does Mm -hmm. i think the way austin handled that question and again i'll post this on textpodcast.com 
is was brilliant because he didn't flinch a minute he was drinking a water he had to do the math in his head but and it he wasn't was, like he didn't he didn't give a side eye he didn't do anything like that he did his best to give kind of a calculation and the the best part was he said well at two guys a day let me do the math carry math, the two math, math's not my strength but i think if i did <laughs> if i could recall that brings me up to about seven to what not i mean the way he handled that answer was brilliant i think as gay men our community is mm -hmm. we just you know if somebody asked me that i would have a tough time answering that and oh. i would be Kind of. So, if, Steve, if you had to do the calculations, what would be your number, Steve? Well, they were on recent increase recently on the Vakaya cruise line. Oh, 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 multiply I, I by like, three. It was like, here I am at Vegas. Ding, 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 ding. I accrued a whole new set of numbers. But I, unlike Austin, and I have two mm -hmm. things to say, and then I want to hear from you. Okay. Unlike Austin... He's doing this for content. He's been yeah. a porn star. Now he does more uh, OnlyFans just for fans, including his own uh, site that he created for this mm -hmm. exact type of content. So he needs to produce this content every day. I'm more of in periods, kind of like that slot machine. Obviously, on the Vakaya Cruise Line, I was, you know, tons, like at the red light pool. district. Yes. You know, there's been periods of time a little bit more drier, and I'm fine with that. It wasn't like, you know, I was lamenting the, the fact. Maybe mm -hmm. I was masturbating more. Yeah. But so mine's kind of like algorithms up and down a mm -hmm. little bit. And the other thing I'll say about Austin is I'm one of those 7,000 people that he is talking about because I did sleep with him. Yeah. And it was amazing but I paid for it because this is back when he, and this is probably why his numbers were higher because mm -hmm. he was on Rent Boy back yeah. in the day. Mm -hmm. And I told this story a long time ago, but for my birthday present, I had a huge crush on him and I thought it would be fun to hire Austin Wolf on my birthday. And I did do just that. And he could not have been more accommodating in many ways. And it was oh. really great sex. We had a great time together. And I think I told the story before where I walked into his apartment. He greeted me, like, with welcome arms, mm -hmm. that big hulking guy. Oh, yeah. And then we had to walk to his bedroom. Well, as we walked to his bedroom, we passed by the living room. And who was sitting in the living room watching TV was his boyfriend, who he's oh. still boyfriends with. And I'm like, oh, my God. And his you know what we're so about cute. to do. Not like Austin. <laughs> <laughs> you well, know I would have paid for him, too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe you could have got a two for one special. I don't know. <laughs> what are your thoughts? You are. Oh, but how how does the number affect you? And what's your number body count, as they like to say? Well, darling, I I. I have to have some criteria as for, because I need to know, does oral count? Does group things count? That's sex. 
Okay. Group gets you more. Ding, ding, I know. Ding, ding. That's, that's why mine is is getting up there in the not as high as Austin Wolf's, of course, but mine is is pretty much up there because uh, I would estimate it's around two fifty to three hundred. Is that? That's it? <laughs> <laughs> that was 2020 for me really no, no, I'm i don't know i don't i don't i mean who knows really right i mean yeah who I'm, knows really I, I, when i was 20 years old it was so much easier to count but now that i'm in i'm in my 40s no i i don't i don't i have no idea honestly because like you said oral counts uh, going to sex parties, all that types of things counts. And there was a time when I first moved to New York, I know that I racked up at least 50 in one year because right. I had just broken up with my boyfriend. I had just moved to New York. I was living that sex in the city life, heavy on the sex. Because right. I'm telling you, I had a good time that year. So I know at least 50 in that year. I love it. Okay. Well, we have to move on on this Wednesday night. Wait, you didn't say your number. Oh, you said well, you, I, you don't have a calculation. Yeah, it's kind of all over the place. I don't Est estimate like me and Austin did. It's in the. I'm not letting you out of this. I I mean, <laughs> wow. Would a thousand be like nuts? Wow. I mean, it can't be yeah, a thousand. Get it. I'm a, I'm ten years older than you, so yeah. you know there could be that. I don't know. It's it. It was, it's a hard question, I think. It was it bold of that reporter to ask. And then again, not bold because it's a sex worker, yeah. right? And I just still love how he handled that question. Yeah. We'll yeah. just go with 999 for you. There you go. Let's keep it at that. <laughs> I like it. Audience, we want to hear from you. What's your body count? If you had to project and estimate, guesstimate, I guess we'll call it. And in the meantime... I have to talk about this next subject because I love it. Mm -hmm. Scientists are saying that men should ejaculate at least, get this, 21 times per month. Cody, not per day, per month. Oh, boo. <laughs> it's only so, twice for me today. Wait, what? <laughs> so, yeah, well, there you go. You're on your way. So researchers at the University of California, UCLA, essentially, surveyed 587 men who had taken part in the abstinence practice. And what they found was that men said they felt worthless, shame, sad, and in some cases suicidal when they relapsed. They were also more likely to report erectile dysfunction. So experts support occasional masturbation and sex for its many health benefits. One Harvard University study found that men who ejaculate at least 21 times a month slash their risk of prostate cancer by a third. Wow. That alone, right? Yeah. <laughs> that alone. Take care of yourself. And medical professionals, yep, medical professionals urge people to undertake the habit occasionally saying it can help to reduce stress, improve self-esteem, and even for men to reduce prostate cancer. I just love that alone. I think that, you know, we always encourage people to get checked up. And mm -hmm. if experts, Harvard, that's good enough for me. Right. But the other thing is things like depression and, you know, thoughts of that. There's been many a time where the stress is building up or I just feel this buildup. And I, I had a friend that she really abdicated for keeping it in and the energy. What's that called when you keep it all in and mm -hmm. 
Tantra, essentially, and the energy that can be produced with all of that sexual energy flowing through your body. Honey, I can't keep it all in. I got to release. And the thing is, I get where they're going with this. And I've done some tantric play. And we definitely have people on the show that talk about the benefits of tantric and building up that and then releasing it down. But ultimately, I got to release it out because I just feel it just it does it helps me yeah. mentally. And oh, yeah. How about with you? What are your thoughts on this? Oh, I 20, with- 21 times a month or a day? I mean, I try to do it as much as possible. I used to be at 30 times a month and sometimes 35 times a month. Every every day it had I had to ejaculate. Now that I have a boyfriend, his his butt can't take it. So, <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm going to get in so much trouble for saying that. But oh, Uh-oh. um, but yeah, so I definitely feel you on that. I think that when I don't come on a regular basis, I won't say every single day now, but I am coming on a regular basis now. I think that I start to get into a state of mind where everything is moving too fast for me. I don't know. It's a weird state of mind for me, but I think that uh, I have too much pent up energy. So I do, I have to ejaculate as at least Every other day, I would say. Every other day is good for me. And it's called semen retention is is what you were talking about when you have to, when you, people st- say that uh, it's better that you hold your ejaculation. And it says it's for clarity, but for me, it's, it does the exact opposite. It doesn't make me as clear. Yeah, and it's energy, dry, you can generate a lot of energy in certain mm-hmm. mindsets that can really be help you with so many other things i've asked my former personal trainer at times is it good and he's a sex bot himself is Mm -hmm. it good to ejaculate before you work out or after he said in general no but he says if it helps you out go ahead so yeah that's what i was going to say also it's different for everybody it's different yeah if you find that it helps you to ejaculate every single day then do that if you find that it's better if you hold on to your semen, semen retention, yeah. or if, <laughs> um, then make sure that you 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 just take care of yourself in, in in any way, form, or fashion that is best and most conducive for your life. I would say. I love it. And again, Eli, sounding off on the topic, says, "Sounds like I'll have to have my boyfriend help me stay healthy." Doctor's orders. Yep. Let him know the That's benefits right. and proceed. Without caution is what Thank I Thank you, Dr. more. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> nice. Okay. We have to move on. And I could not help but read this recent Reddit thread. It's, oh, actually, it wasn't even Reddit. It was they wrote into Queer Tea. And they wrote, I steal all of my tricks underwear. Am I a freak? So they wrote in to Queer Tea and they asked the question, I'm embarrassed to tell anyone about this, but I'm pretty sure I have a fetish. Whenever a guy comes over for a hookup, once the clothes hit the floor, I secretly hide his underwear in my bed. I grab it off the floor when he's in the bathroom and we're not looking. 
and stuff it under the bottom fitted sheet against my mattress. Jeez, girl. <laughs> oh, he's got a whole plan. Oh, wow. Wow, devious. When he gets dressed later, I feign utter confusion about where his underwear might have gone when he tells me he can't find it and pretend to help him look all over the room. Ultimately, he leaves without it and chalks it up to one of those weird unsolved mysteries. I've done this at least a dozen times with different guys. When I'm not hosting, I try to stuff the latest Conquest underwear in my pocket on the way out the door. The reason I do this is because I find it such a turn-on to collect them. They usually have a slight scent of warm man musk, and I find nothing hotter than a guy in his tight briefs or jockstrap. I now have a huge collection of these. Am I a freak? You are definitely not a freak for having a fetish. No, well, he's not a freak for having the fetish of loving men's underwear. And I have a story to back up what my freakish thing is. Mm -hmm. He's not a freak for that thing. I think he should just ask for it, though. Yeah. Because you don't want to take someone's, you know, you're essentially stealing their garments. And, you know, that's not cool. I've had guys leave their under like i have a small collection again i'm at 999 so anything <laughs> under the sun goes pretty much i've seen it done it all but the reality is i even packed a pair of underwears that did not belong to me i did, in other words i did not purchase them at the store they were tricks underwear yeah but i did not steal them and put them underneath the mattress they they walked out the door and left them there and they hey they fit me so i washed them and they're part of my repertoire that's right so, <laughs> but i don't have an underwear fetish like that what i do have is a sock because i'm kind of into i am into feet right mm-hmm. so I have not stolen people's socks before, but what I have done, and it's a little freakish and costly at times, there was a couple bar. This is before. I haven't done this in a long time, but there were a couple bartenders in New York City, too, I can think of, that mm-hmm. I had a little flirtation going on back and forth with them. I and I told them about my fetish. And for 20 bucks, I gave them, they went on their shift into the bathroom. Or wherever the back area took uh-huh. off their shoes and socks and came back and I gave them a twenty. They gave me their socks and they had been wow. Working. And I still have them. So but one of them I didn't wash for a long time because it was because <laughs> <laughs> I had that scent that I liked and I finally oh, washed them. Steve. And those, yeah, but but guess what? I paid for it. They're for, yours and yeah. the underwear. It was consent. Consent was mutual. Yes, but I do think he, he should not feel freakish for liking that. He should just simply ask for what he wants. They may say no because they don't want to be flopping around on the subway on the way home, but they might say yes. What are your thoughts? I agree with you 100%. I think that he is probably, he's not a freak. He should just lean into it. I think, like Eli says, he's a klepto <laughs> because. <laughs> That's part of the thrill for him is to to kind of trick these guys into leaving a souvenir. I've had so many souvenirs from guys over the over the years, and one of my favorite ones. A souvenir is, is some crusty old cum on your arm that uh-huh. you didn't realize. But that's you a wash souvenir. That, you wash that you off. Wash it off. Yeah, that's a souvenir. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> 
I had that the other day. I was like, what is on my what? arm? I'm like, oh, oh, I know what that is. Or there are kids in your booty, but you drop those off at the pool. So I don't. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yeah, but no, I totally agree. I think that he probably should just ask them for it. He should even do like you did and pay them for it because who would who would say no to i would like to keep your underwear as a souvenir of our time together can you can i just give you 20 dollars for them and you can go get another pair a newer pair oh right you know what? i would be so pissed if somebody took my good underwear because you know when i go out to the club i am wearing my good underwear not they fruit just, of the loom. Not, not the fruit <laughs> of the looms. You got the good stuff on. I'm wearing the breedwells. I'm wearing the, the the pumped. I'm wearing all the good good stuff. Okay. You know what my favorite sidebar in Fort Lauderdale? I bought Nasty Pig, and oh, I love they that. fit really great. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I I would be very pissed off if they just stole them. And, and then I found out that they, this guy wrote into Reddit and he's been stealing underwear. He stole my underwear. I would be so mad. I would go back to his house. Yeah, right. Go. Yeah, we want to know what you think. Is he, He's not a freak. He's just, uh, you know, needs to not steal the A person's. little devious, yes. A little devious, yeah, right. And if you hook up with this person again, they're going to be like, Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> I've been missing my underwear again. I can't right. say, honestly, I have stolen underwear before. I'm not 100% innocent, but I've learned, and I think that this guy should learn as well. Exactly. Okay. Well, we that actually wasn't a Reddit thread that was written into Queer Tea, and we took it from there. This is... This next topic, a Reddit thread, it's one that you, Cody, threw at me. And I said, oh, oh absolutely. Yeah. We got to talk about this. And they wrote, Bottoms, what's the best way to make you come? My partner's pleasure always comes first for me, usually as a top. I just nice. suck them or jerk them off to completion. But as I'm out of practice, I'm wondering, what else can I do to get you there? So do I understand this, that the top's asking how to get the bottom to come? Is that yes. correct? Yes. And I'm, you know, I sent this to you because, yes, I'm curious. Yes, I think our listeners will, uh, this is something that they can really sink their teeth into. But I'm asking for me as well, because I want to make myself a better top. So I want to know everybody's opinion on this. So before we get to ours, I want to read just a couple that came up to mind that I saw here. One of them just simply said, pound that male G-spot vigorously and relentlessly. Okay. <laughs> yes. Somebody else wrote, I like to Guilty. put a finger finger in there and drive my G-spot wild. Um, some are... What else did they write? Well, there was a bunch of them. Well, yeah. you know. But... Uh, Can I say my I, favorite one? Yeah, go ahead. My favorite one is pay my rent. Then I, I love it. <laughs> when I read that, I was off my rocker. I was like, you know what? You can make me come by paying my rent too. So I think that, <laughs> that I mean, across the board, not just for bottoms. <laughs> I told somebody the, the other day, just the other day, that I, we had been playing around for a long time. He spent the night. It was right before I was coming out here to Vegas. Mm -hmm. And we just kept playing back and forth. And at some point, I woke up in the morning and we were playing some more and I wanted to come. And I finally 
said, can we come? He said, oh, it takes me a minute. I need to concentrate a little bit. I'm like, all right, well, let's concentrate. So we just jacked off together. Well, his concentration was about 30 seconds. And, oh. and But then he's like, he timed it together. Let's come together. And we both were able to come at the same time. And that's so lovely. Yeah. So that's that, so which great. was really hot. A la Omar. Uh, um, let's, let's come together. Apollo. Omar Apollo. Yes. Let's come together. But I have to manifest him in in the in this year. (laughs) Please, I know. Don't get me started. But I think as a bottom for me, what gets it sometimes can a lot of bottoms like myself, and I'm just well, I'll just speak for myself. Sometimes I really just enjoy the experience so much, and it can take a little while. But you're just really getting into the whole experience, and it can take a really long time for me Mm -hmm. these days to come but in the past what has made me come was on all fours and stroking my dick that way with a mirror and kissing and then kissing them from behind that whole combination sent me over edge and that worked really well so often you know but it's hard to time it out or, or for someone to say i want to see you come and I think the tops shouldn't feel so pressured mm-hmm. that sometimes it the, the bottoms are really just enjoying all the experience. And then you can maybe come separately jacking off later mm-hmm. and it can still be hot. Yeah. But I agree. yeah. What are your thoughts? Oh, I definitely agree with you. I think the first thing that I would say as far as making a bottom come is talk to your bottom as much as possible because communication is key. and it can be made really hot in by communicating and being verbal with someone else during sex. So I say incorporate being verbal, making sure that you're going down the right road. That yeah. always helps 100%. Also, you mentioned something about the P-spot earlier. Right. And pounding out the P-spot. Learn something about anatomy because I... I actually did a little bit of reading. I did a little bit of research and it's located about two inches in kind of directly or kind of near where the balls are. So if you aim for the back of the balls, then I say, then you should be golden as far as finding the the P spot. And this is just my tips for how to make a bottom come or Joe. (laughs) (laughs) like that uh again i'm in trouble (laughs) (laughs) so i just aim for the back of the balls with my penis i gently massage it and then i try and like pound that motherfucker out (laughs) i love it yes exactly and i would say don't put too much pressure on it or you could put pressure on it (laughs) um Yeah, but communication is great. Often not so easy to come with a new partner because you're just kind of figuring things out. Yeah. And nine times out of 10, it's a, it's a pleasurable experience. And, you know, maybe you'll have a repeat performance usually with that person, which will be great. And you can jack off thinking about how hot it was, um, but don't put so much pressure on there. And explore. Explore as much as possible. Exactly. Okay. We, I want to do one more Reddit thread before yeah. we get to thirst trap. Um, Cody, I want you to pick it out though. Um, which one did you want to do? Don't take too much time though. <laughs> I would say the one about the gay heightism. 
Yeah, let's do that one. That was an interesting one. Okay. Uh, So gay heightism is real, as this four foot ten Reddit user discovered the hard way. Uh, Essentially, they wrote in a forum, they pointed out, well, they said, excuse me, every time we think we've seen it all, there's terrible people on the internet. Uh, This person was trolled who called, was trolled by a guy that ultimately said gross for being four foot ten. There was only a snippet of the actual post, but essentially what the guy did was they were communicating and when I guess the guy's height came about, right, Cody? Mm-hmm. Um, he, uh, excuse me. Uh, he basically said that being, he was saying that it was gross to be 410 and he, he completely uh, made him feel like he rejected him via whatever, however they were communicating. Yeah. And other Reddit users could relate as they responded. And one of them said, my boyfriend is five foot three and he either gets shit for it or guys love that he's that height. That I could get. Mm -hmm. One commenter wrote, I'm not too tall, but he's shorter than me and it works well for us. Somebody else wrote exactly. It usually it's usually a complete turn off or a complete um, turn on. And it does fall into the category. I think. I was surprised to see gay heightism as a whole thing, mm-hmm. but knowing our community nine times out of 10, I think we don't really care about the, the height too much. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if I'm thinking of some of my female counterpart friends that they are of a certain height, yeah. five foot seven and taller and for them, because of social construct, and I get it, they want taller than them. So yeah. they don't want somebody that's going to be four foot ten, generally speaking. Mm-hmm. I feel like our community, it, I was surprised to see this, doesn't care as much. I yeah. don't care about height. I, I like Austin Wolf, six foot four, six foot Ooh. six, whatever he is, tall. <laughs> but I also like shorter. And then I like everything in between too. I've, yeah. I've been attracted to all heights. I don't, I didn't, I was surprised when I saw that, but apparently it is a real thing at times, but for, it's just one more thing to add to that horrible thing online. I mean, the person didn't have to say ew or ick or gross. Mm-hmm. People can't help the height that they are. I mean, yeah. what were your thoughts when you saw that? No, I agree with you. I think that when when you reach the point of making other people feel bad for something that they can't change, right. then that is something that should not happen. You should really readjust what your priorities are because you shouldn't be making anyone feel less than just because of their height. I think that you and I probably, because we are kind of average height. I'm 5'9". How tall are you? Uh, 5'11". Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, you're taller than me. You're almost six foot, bitch. You're you're, you're in the upper (laughs) SLI. Anyways. I think that we have kind of I would say a perspective advantage because we can go taller or go shorter and it won't really be too much of a big deal. But I think that if you are taller than like six, four or six, five, then you, that is something that you kind of take into in more, you take more of a, you have more of a mindset of who is shorter and who is taller when it comes to dating and things of that nature, because just, I don't know. I, I, I feel like, 
if I were taller, I would think it would be a little bit awkward to date somebody shorter. But when you make somebody feel bad about their height, then I think that that's horrible. And also, you never know what could happen because I was on Instagram the other day and there was a 6'2 guy that said he's going to start dating guys that are 5'9 and shorter because oh. as long as the thing is thangin' and meaning the as long as the penis is good he's 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 with it so yeah it's just such a weird thing to five. yeah i mean there's no need for that people can't help what height they are you could politely say listen i'm not into it right now and leave it at that the other thing i'll say is we were going to do another story. We'll probably do it on our next episode mm-hmm. next week, but about dick size. And there's been guys on the apps that are related to that story that have turned people down because they had a smaller dick than they were accustomed to. Yeah. And I don't tend to meet people on the apps that way. I meet them in person and I meet people of all dick sizes because you don't know. It's like, it's a surprise. It's a present for me every time I meet somebody oh. and I go home with them or I go into a bathroom stall. <laughs> and they, Let's and be I, real. And I unwrap it. And it is what it is. Listen, I'm more into chemistry and that sexual like connection that you get. I have said before on this show that I am, yeah, if I had to think about it, I love, I'm a size queen, but mm-hmm. the reality of what I end up doing and, and what turns me on in the moment, it, it could, it's been all sizes of dick sizes. I've had great, I agree with you. it's never been one size at all. That's just something that, yeah, if I'm scrolling around on the internet, I'm going to look for that. But I've gotten that when I've met people, I've gotten mid-sized and great sex all around. It's about the animal attraction in that moment that I can have. And now I'm exploring different sides of my sexuality. So there's that, that often have nothing to do with the dick at all. It's, you know, I'll grab someone's hand and like make them slap my face. And well, anyway, we don't have enough time for that. (laughs) (laughs) This sounds like a whole nother show you got going on there. (laughs) But let's stay on target. And did you have one more thing to say? I just want to read yeah. these, uh, watch your comments. Uh, Eli says he is 6'3 and a half. Okay, you better put the half in there. Uh, and, and his boyfriend is 5'7 and a half, and he finds that the height difference is very hot. So for all those tall people out there, just let you, just to let you know that the height difference could be very, very hot, according to Eli. And Xavier says, try being a short gay at a circuit party. You're basically... Uh, cover it covered in nipples and sweat from others but madonna Ooh. is five two and she's fierce <laughs> okay. there you go love it madonna's always leading us through life's <laughs> life's predicaments <laughs> with a glass of champagne That's i love it right honey well, it is time for our favorite segment, and we do this almost every Wednesday night, and it's called Thirst Trap, and it's produced by StraightUpGayPorn.com. They always ask the question, out this week it's out of 21 gay porn stars, they ask the question, who took the best photo or video? Cody, I don't know if you could put it in our chat for our live Already audience. Done, baby. Already I, done. Awesome. I, it will be up on TagsPodcast.com. We encourage you to vote, because that's the whole point of this Straight Up Gay Porn scenario that we're about to tell you about and it's we're basically in addition to being a video podcast we're an audio podcast but for our audio fans it's our job to vividly describe 
who got our fancy, excuse me, <coughs> too many margaritas. Um, <laughs> who was your favorite, Cody? Well, and why? First of all, I will, I think that we, I would like to say, I think we're getting better and better at judging these thirst traps because I know. I'm judging. Know. I mean, <laughs> Judge Judy and Judge Judge. Uh, what's up? Yeah, I'm leaving it, Judy. I love her. Yeah, we're both Judge Judys in this point. Okay, all right. I I know that I picked the number two, and I feel like I have a a sixth sense about this that I feel like you picked the number one. Honestly. Okay. okay. So that being said, the number two and my pick for this week is Paul Cassidy. He is so adorable. Oh. He is completely naked in a jacuzzi with, he's got like fake blue water and the lights are f- blue and it's just amazing. And he's standing with his arms crossed and his big fat dick hanging Ooh. just above the water's crest. Look, and he's looking pensively in the jacuzzi water. And I just know he's deep in, uh, he's thinking deep thoughts right over there. So I love that. I love it. I love the picture. He's so cute. So, yes, who is your pick for this week? Well, I just looked, I voted, and then I looked at where mine went, and he's number one. I knew it! (laughs) His name is Locke, L-O-C, Rios. Rios. I knew it. (laughs) He is lying back with the fattest cock in this picture. His legs are spread. You just see the thighs. You do see his beautiful, puckered-up hole. He has just the right amount of hair on his ass not too much not too little his lips are just puckered he's got a great beard and he has a peak it looks like a pikachu i think it's pikachu and i love pikachu little hat on and you know oh he's giving sex appeal looking into the camera it's luscious i tend to often do which i did today is go on you if you click on the link to your vote it can also pull up their twitter account if they have one and I was so struck with him. A, he's Mexican, which, oh, you know, I'm all about yeah. my roots. And yes. I was loving that. And he gets fucked a lot by huge dicks. Oh. And his facial expressions really are amazing and seductive. And I'm all about him. So I followed him. And I'm he's on my radar right now as one of my favorites. So, yeah. Nice. I got to check him out. He's hot. Absolutely. Um, Eli <laughs> chose Lacrios as well. I love it. Um, yeah, good thing. You guys can vote too. We thank you for playing and we thank you for listening on our live night here. Um, we got to wrap this up, Cody. Oh, yeah, unfortunately. Because, you know, we're making this show short a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Cody would have us go into the next hour. I know, right? I'd be like, let's go to 1030, girl. Let's go. (laughs) And here I am learning about the best practices of podcasting six years later. So anyways, I have lots to share with you. So much fun. You know, you can always follow Cody on Instagram as he is a life coach, follow him at KMD Coaching. Follow his personal account at Mr. Maurice. Mr. Maurice. You can follow me at I am underscore Steve V. And see some things from Vegas here in Puerto Vallarta and my cruise. I'm going to try and tell a story as I'm in this three-part travel moment that I'm going through. I am underscore Steve V. Of course, follow the show at Tags Podcast. And that's across all social media platforms the tiktok 
Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at Tags Podcast. Go to tagspodcast.com for show notes and more. Thanks, guys. Uh, so much fun. And in the meantime, continue having hot, hot gay, gay sex. sex.